0: This is Radio Taiwan International.
1: Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. A group of Taiwanese and British lawmakers expressed concerns over the London School of Economics' decision to relabel Taiwan as part of China on a campus sculpture. President Tsai Ing-wen says her government's agricultural policy is taking care of Taiwan's farmers. And trade between Taiwan and Italy hit a record high in 2018, reaching a total value of more than 5 billion U.S. dollars. But first, today's top story... A group of Taiwanese and British lawmakers has expressed concerns over the London School of Economics decision to relabel Taiwan as part of China on a campus sculpture. The sculpture was unveiled last month. It takes the form of an inverted globe, with the nations of the world outlined. Taiwan was originally marked a color different from China. However, following protests from Chinese students, the school decided to use the same color to denote the two countries. In a letter to the university Thursday, the British-Taiwan All-Party Parliamentary expressed its grave concerns. The group's two co-chairs said that Taiwan has never been part of China, adding that the school's decision runs counter to British government policy. Taiwan's foreign ministry has also sent the university a letter protesting its decision. Meanwhile, Taiwanese students studying in the UK have launched a petition condemning the move. President Tsai Ing-wen says her government's agricultural policy is taking care of Taiwan's farmers. In a Facebook post Friday, the president said the Agricultural Council has begun offering higher subsidies to farmers who purchase agricultural machinery. The total amount farmers can receive has risen from 400 million NT dollars, or 13.3 million US dollars, to 800 million NT dollars, or 26.6 million US dollars. Tsai also said that agricultural exports have hit a 20-year high, and that the government will work hard to increase exports and food processing to boost revenues. To protect farmers' income, Tsai said the government has also pushed for a registry system that guarantees incomes while lowering production risks. Tsai said an all-out effort has been made to prevent and manage rice blast, a fungus that causes serious damage to rice crops. She said that certain agricultural restrictions have been scrapped, giving farmers more flexibility. Meanwhile, Tsai said that other benefits for farmers, such as health insurance, occupational disaster insurance, and retirement schemes, are also in place. The president has spent Thursday and Friday visiting farmers in Taiwan's central and southern regions. Trade between Taiwan and Italy hit a record high in 2018, reaching a total value of more than 5 billion U.S. dollars. During a press conference, Taiwan's representative to Italy, Andrea Lee, said that Taiwan is Italy's fifth biggest Asian trade partner. He said Taiwanese companies invested close to 800 million US dollars in Italy last year and that this figure is likely to keep growing. Lee also said Taiwan's EVA Air is looking to start flights between Taipei and Milan, which will facilitate bilateral exchanges. However, he said that a tourism imbalance remains between the two countries. Each year, around 200,000 Taiwanese nationals visit Italy. By contrast, fewer than 20,000 Italians come to Taiwan. Li says he hopes Taiwan's office in Italy will work to promote Taiwan's tourism industry. The presidential office is gearing up to host a concert in downtown Taipei on Saturday night. This will be the first concert hosted by the office to allow unrestricted access to the public. Groups and organizations helping disadvantaged citizens will bring those who might not otherwise have access to concerts. In addition, the ambassadors of 11 allied nations and representatives from 23 other countries are scheduled to attend. The show will combine music with visual displays. These will feature animation and scenes from the late photographer Qi Bolin's cinematic masterpiece, Beyond Beauty, Taiwan from Above. These displays will be shown on a 100-meter-long screen made up of 150,000 LED lights. An 11-year-old Burmese girl with Goldenhaar syndrome is enjoying better vision after receiving medical
2: treatment in Taiwan. Goldenhaar syndrome is a rare congenital defect affecting the development of the eyes, ears, and spine. The condition affects roughly one in every 50,000 children. Thanks to a medical team at the Taiwan-based China Medical University, one girl with the condition is seeing improvements. This 11-year-old girl came from Myanmar to receive treatment. After several months of surgery, her vision problems have significantly lessened. Her right ear has also been reconstructed using material taken from ribs. At a press conference in Taipei on Wednesday, the girl thanked Taiwan for giving her a better life. The surgery required coordination from experts in several different branches of medicine. The total cost of the operation is 100,000 U.S. dollars, with an international conglomerate covering the bills. After half a year, the girl will also undergo facial reconstruction surgery. Paula Chell, RTI News.
1: Taiwan is in the middle of a long weekend, which can only mean one thing. Large crowds of travelers on the move. The transportation minister has headed to a major train station to see how Taiwan's railroads are holding up under the holiday travel rush. This year, Children's Day and the Tomb Sweeping Festival fall back-to-back. Plenty of people are taking advantage of the resulting long weekend for travel, especially since the Tomb Sweeping Festival is a time for heading back to one's hometown. Taiwan's railroads are doing their best to ease the crush of travelers, boosting the number of services by around 12% over the weekend. To make sure the railroads are coping well, Transportation Minister Lin Jialong headed to the station serving the central city of Jianghua on Thursday. There, the number of passengers had already surged by more than 50%. Lin's arrival brought even more traffic to the station. To celebrate Children's Day, Lin gave out free toys to people purchasing lunch at one stand. Some parents brought their children over just to greet the minister and get a little Children's Day present. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Who's the fastest senior citizen in the world? 77-year-old Taiwanese athlete Xu Yongzhong has claimed that title after winning big at a global track and field event.
0: Taiwanese athlete Xu Yongzhong finished the final 200-meter dash at last year's World Master Athletics in Spain in just 29.49 seconds. Xu's performance won him a gold medal. As if that wasn't enough, he then went on to win the 300-meter hurdles and 400-meter dash events. This kind of performance would make any athlete happy, but she has a special reason to feel proud. He is 77 years old. She said he became deeply emotional at the award ceremony, watching Taiwan's flag race as the national anthem played. She was a star track and field athlete during his high school years. Work and family later kept him from running, but after turning 70, he rekindled his love for the sport and began training again. He says he looks forward to break records at future events and to competing into his 80s. Jake Chen, RTI News.
1: Students at Elon County's Yueming Elementary School are hoping to raise money for a graduation trip to Japan. That's after an incident last year that attracted media attention and saw these students making an unexpected Japanese friend. During a beach cleaning activity, some students from the school found a camera that had drifted ashore. The photos stored in the camera had been taken in Japan. The camera had floated all the way to Taiwan. The discovery of where the camera had come from sparked a search for its owner. After posting the photos online, the school was able to track down the Japanese woman that the camera belonged to. School officials even invited her to come to Taiwan for a visit. The story of the camera and its unlikely sea voyage is now coming full circle. A class at the school hopes to raise $660,000 NT dollars or $21,420 U.S. dollars so that it can travel to Japan after graduation. The class teacher says the goal of the trip will be to give the students a chance to share their beach cleanup experience with people in Japan. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.